We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia on this beautiful fall, summer-like day. We've got all kinds of stuff for you this hour. A little Hollywood speak, some TV talk, which I'm really excited for based on what you titled some of these things here. Julia's random thoughts, and we've got some music news as well, you guys. We do, we do. Okay, so uh, Holly posted this, um, and it's, uh, it's uh, you know, Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett made a Love for Sale, and I think it's all Cole Porter songs. Okay. And anyway, so she posted that it's just a really lovely, I'm not sure when they filmed this. It was a couple of years ago, but it is coming out and it's called, uh, the album is coming out in a couple of weeks. But those two have such sweet, amazing chemistry together. It's darling. And apparently Lady Gaga, um, so we, we see like they're taking the fans inside for the sessions, but apparently she performed Lavian Rose at the Academy Museum opening oh, on Saturday night. And that people will remember from The Star is Born. The Star is Born. born. And our friend, B yes. was at this. and She, she was. Did has, she say it was amazing? She has so many stories, but she you know didn't have time to talk oh. or whatever. But everybody was there. Yes. I mean, the only two people that weren't Hollywood people that weren't there were Ben Affleck and J-Lo because she had her global citizens. But Meg Ryan came... You know, we don't ever see her show up on a red carpet. Nicole ever. Kidman with her original hair when she met Tom Cruise with the Crazy Thunder. Thunder. Cher was the, I mean, you know, it was, t- it was everybody. Yeah, and she really- said it was when she, and that's why she was dressed so dramatically. If you remember the, we looked at the photos yesterday. Yes. Her hair was very, very like almost like 40s glamour. Wonderful, you Lady know, Gaga. She, yeah, she kind of had this just a really. So I guess she stole. That's the only nugget I have for you is that she stole the show. And like in, they went crazy yeah, for and that. Some of the people who went posted stuff on Instagram, Instagram, and said she was amazing, amazing. And Sophia Loren was there as well. Yes, Sophia. I mean, yes. Sophia came all the way from Rome. Yes, Roma. Anyway. um, and then um, some other news we have, you know, um, we're getting, you know, Janet Jackson has her Lifetime movie or documentary coming out. Well, Celine Dion has a documentary, Julia. Okay, and tell us. she is very excited. It's coming from Sony Music. And um, she's very, she approves of this documentary. And um, it's going to feature the highs and the lows. And she's very excited about it. And she's... Said, my fans have always known I'm so honest and open. 
That would be a she, great documentary. The, honest and open. I be well, that yes. is Celine. She's, She's wonderful. I love her. I know. I, <laughs> I just flipping love Celine Dion. Well, and you know what's funny because and she. I don't it, know if it's because you're just talking about it yeah. right now, but I googled because I know I asked when um, Holly posted that today. I said, "Is that about the upcoming CBS special that they did on Tony Bennett?" And Lady Gaga. That's going to air, though, in Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, okay. Because there's three specials that came out of those guys taping. Yeah. Because for some of... Not many people got to see those concerts. Absolutely so not. So I would just be... My mom would love this, too. Yeah. And you know, it, to watch those two sing together. So they're coming up later, and we'll let you know. But the first one's Thanksgiving. Right. And Love for Sale, which is... It is all Cole Porter, Porter. standards. That comes out this Friday. Okay. And when she and Tony Bennett did their jazz album in like 2014 called Cheek to Cheek, that was number one. So I don't know if this is going to bump Drake this week, but you know, it, it could, could. It could. So uh, anyway, people are excited about that. And then this is interesting. Um, a little tidbit from our buddy Roger Freeman over okay. at Showbiz 411. Yes. He would like an explanation for this phenomenon. And that is the fact that Creedence Clearwater Revivals, the one song, Fortunate Son, which is, you know, Fogarty's blistering anti-Vietnam song about, you know, rich kids and college kids getting out of the draft because they were fortunate sons. I would have never known that. Oh, you didn't know that? I don't know this about anything, this music. Well, there we go. We did do it as one of our protest songs last summer. I know. I think because the lyrics, this is my experience, a million, a million paid uh, streams of this song. People are downloading the song. Right now? A million since 20, since January. You know, it is a lot for a song that was written in 1970. Mm -hmm. And I think it, the, was it a TikTok video? No, I think, I think it still resonates. Okay. what the song is saying, you know, the difference between the haves and the have not sure. and who's for the privilege yep. and all of that. It's just, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, it's just the universe is returning the favor because they, they are a great song. Their second best selling track is, of course, the amazing, beautiful. Have you ever seen the rain? And then that bad moon rising. But yeah, I mean, it, it was formed in the sixties and um, yeah, a million the streaming equivalent of uh, a million. That's unbelievable. Of just that one That's song. Unbelievable. So I don't know. Roger wants an explanation, but all I can say <laughs> is I think that song is just resonating still. And it is a great song. Yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. really do. There's a, there's a message in that song that is, could be played true to today. Very sure. much so. Yep. And, you know, I know people that went to that concert and I was lucky enough to see him at the Jazz Fest a couple of years ago. But John Fogarty you know, part of his band are his kids and they put on such an amazing show. And I know John Bream saw him at Mystic and he's, he's like electric for what he does. He He really, really is. And the music is, is, is so, so good. So anyway, that was just, uh, you know, Fogarty took a long break from CCR when they broke up and they're, uh, they had a producer that tied Fogarty up in litigation for like 10 years. Oh, for gosh sakes. And then, you know, in the 80s, he reemerged. John Fogarty had that song, Centerfold. Yes. The Angels oh, remember Centerfold. that? Yes. And then Proud Mary, you know, became a rock staple. And we love the, you know, 
the Tina Ike and Tina mm-hmm. version of that. But um, anyway, so so good good for those guys. So anyway, Vatty, that's my explanation. And then I've got to read Stevie little Stevie Van Zant's uh, he uh, was memoir. On, he was on. Um, you know who's um, the guy who's no longer on CBS this morning? Anthony Anthony Mason was he yeah. on CBS Sunday morning? No, Anthony Mason 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 is, is doing more in depth stories now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he sat down with Stevie Van Sant and he said something about, you know, when you performed recently with Bruce Springsteen, I don't even know what, but he said the longest we did, it was four hours. And he said, that's a long time. And he said, yeah, it was too damn long. Yeah. That's not healthy or something. I mean, but so I, it's, I think if you go back and watch CBS this morning, I think it was on that. Yeah. Well, the book is called Unrequited Infatuations and he is spilling uh, amazing tea um, really, really great stories about, you know, everything from being in the E Street Band to um, the Sopranos. And he's he's the one who he's like, David Chase, you got to talk to this guy, Gandolfini, who, oh. who was in um, Get Shorty and at True Romance. And so Stephen Van, little Stevie Van Zandt, he says he's one of the luckiest people. He said, I'm more famous than rich. Because um, he left the E Street Band right before Springsteen's massive mainstream mm-hmm. success. Uh, he but did. He, yeah, but then he did rejoin the group. Right. But he left him for a key period of time. And he was uh, addicted to menage a trois in did the he 70s. Oh, yeah. It was such a sexually, there's never been anything like the 70s. It was just wild, wild. And women were truly, truly liberated there for a minute. I mean, it was a wonderful time to be alive. So, you know. Menage a trois wasn't that unusual, and I kind of had a temporary addiction. Then I met my wife. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of memoir I want to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds juicy. Yeah, I like it. it sounds good. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Random. Random. Okay, Julia's having a random moment of collecting all of her thoughts right now. So I know it's uh, They're good. collected. I know it's Good Neighbor Day, and you can be a good neighbor today and donate blood this week. Oh, there oh. you go. Memorial Blood Driver, the American Red Cross. Very nice. All, that's how you could be a good neighbor. There you go. What could I do for the good of, of people? Donate blood. I'm all there. about donating blood, but I do mow my neighbor's yards. Does that count? That oh, that's is a huge. good neighbor. That's huge. Okay. That's a good yeah. neighbor. There we go. Um, shoveling. I know people do that in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do up that yeah. S word. A good neighbor to me and come over and deal with my box elder bugs. Um, <laughs> I, you know, okay, Lori, I thought you'd want to know this. BTS are doing a four show residency in LA. Hey. In LA? In LA at the SoFi Stadium, whatever that is. Yeah, what's well, the That's stadium. the new football stadium, right? The new oh, Rams. It's okay. that massive complex they but built. Maybe a trip dollars. to LA if you wanted to know the dates and you could go to the new Academy of Academy hmm. Museum. I feel like that was a storyline in Goliath. That whole football stadium oh, with Katie it, Holmes was you're in right. it. No, it wasn't what, Goliath. What it show was, was it? It was Lieb Schreibner's. Oh, Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. It was Ray Donovan. Yeah. yeah because the, whole, the Raiders were leaving to go to Vegas. Who's going to buy the field? How yeah, do we get the funny? Hollywood was a huge part of bringing that stadium and yes. the Rams and the Chargers to L.A. Yes. to make it happen. That yes. was a great season okay. of Ray Donovan. If you haven't watched Ray Donovan, because people are always looking for show mm-hmm. ideas. I don't know if Showtime plays on like Hulu or something. 
I feel like they're kind of because billions know. might be. Grant, maybe you could check. I don't. Where, I, where does Showtime stream? Well, show, I, Showtime streaming. No, but do they have a partnership I, with the with streaming I'll, service? I'll look, I'll look. Um, like they, that's the only reason HBO started their stupid HBO Max is they wanted somewhere for their HBO shows to stream. Well, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't want to give their HBO oh, shows Lord. to Netflix. Oh, so. Lord, look at you. You finally didn't realize there's a difference yeah. after how many conversations do we have on no, that? No, if you... I know. I know. I, I know. Just stop. Jeez, just stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We spent way too much time on figuring out. <laughs> that was confusing. That, HBO did not... Oh, they did not do themselves a favor with that their was, streaming. That was way too much. Yeah. Does, does it say, Graham? Well, Showtime has its own streaming service that you can just take itself, just like HBO Max, but it's also paired up with Amazon Prime, Apple okay. TV, uh, Hulu, and That's Sling right. TV. So okay. you can get them I, that way, but they also allow it, if you don't okay. have those, to buy it on its own. All yeah. right, because I feel like you can watch Billions right now mm-hmm. on Hulu. Yeah. Old seasons. Okay. okay. So this is, um, remember when E-Block went up? And they were having a problem with too many people hanging out around E Block, and so What's they were E Block, the Blocky. I mean, oh. Blocky, oh, Blocky downtown, with right? The... And so they were oh, playing yeah. like classical oh. music mm-hmm. or something, thinking it would deter people from hanging out there. There was a lot of trouble around there for right. a long time. Yeah. So here is, and now it's just red. <laughs> here is a song that they found out because of its low vibration. Scientists say that mosquitoes exposed to this song have sex far less than any typical mosquitoes. So if you are in, I'm, I'm all about bugs today, Lori, because I'm so, I had a box elder bug in my hair today. Yeah. In my house, in my hair. Yeah. I'm so freaked out. So this is by Skillerax. They're coming in through the attached garage. That's I, I your am. number one oh, I know. I'm way just, that they're getting in the house. No, I was outside spraying and they were it's, falling off my house on me. Yeah. I, was, yeah, I yeah, am yeah, so yeah. crushed out. Yeah. Okay, so this is Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites by Skillerax. But for Skrillex. 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 But this song, the vibrations think, if, you, if you're where, a mosquito right now, you're not going to want to screw. Where are you? I think that is a lady and man boner killer, no matter when you play it. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even want to have sex. No, no, that that is not a song. It's an easy way to say you have a headache. Oh, my (laughs) word. Yeah, and this song is adding to it. Let me play play my favorite song song for you, honey. And then, because you really don't want to do it, let me just play you my greatest song. Mm. And it's like, ah, we all have headaches. Let me set the mood real quick here. Yeah, Yeah, right. Okay, oh, yeah. so I know I had this when I got back from Boston because I traveled with, uh, there was like seven or eight of us women. And, you know, like ordering Ubers or ordering Lyfts and always having to take two cars. Who's going to order it? Who's going to do this? Who's going to plan the, who's going to take the lead on the walking tour? Who's going to, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of decisions. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
that needed to be made in a large group. Mm-hmm. So when I got back, I was going to do something with my friend on Monday night, and I said, I will do it if I don't have to make one decision. You tell me where to meet you at what time. You plan it out. I just was done. Because, Julia, it's hard to travel with seven or yeah. eight people. I had decision-making paralysis. I believe it. Yeah. The worst. So there's, a, mm-hmm. uh, there's an article today in the Star Tribune talking about if you're suffering from decision fatigue... <laughs> And it seriously, it's three pages. I read the Everyone whole thing. Everyone is suffering. Well, from and it's a combination fatigue. of you know more stress. We're more overwhelmed. There's too many options, and then on top of it, we had this pandemic. And then you're trying to keep your values out there. Should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? Should I mesh? You know, all the just everything has 500 more layers than it used to. Mm-hmm. Making a simple decision: Should I go to the grocery store? Pandora's box has been opened. It's been Julia. opened. So it's there's a big study on this. And so if you're suffering from this, kind of some of the things... What are we supposed to do? Decisional paralysis, or de- it depletes your self-control for one thing. Yeah. So you may eat more, you may drink more, you don't have self-control, you may bark at people more mm-hmm. than you're used to. Here's what you do, okay? I'm just giving you, if you're one of these people... There's, Which, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of people, I think, having this. I think so, mm-hmm. and you kind of oh, bark yeah. and you're like, who was that? Who jumped out of my mouth? Yeah. Get a good night of sleep because yeah. if you don't if you're slept deprived you can't make good decisions and your willpower is gone um make mo- some choices automatic so for example if you're used to always ordering your groceries online or something just stay with what you always know just hit repeat and if you need extra things just throw them in later but you already know all these brands don't mix things up just go with what you know and what's easiest kind of if you've been eating oatmeal for a week, eat it another week. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't try to change up too many decisions on things that are already in place. All right. In decision-making process. Other things are that you should um, enlist a choice advisor. So if you feel like you need to be making a bigger choice right now and making decisions, find someone who you don't think is is depleted as you are. Yeah, and have them... Whoever you, like, yeah, you trust. Or, or you, to bounce ideas answer. off of. Mm-hmm. But... But really, because sometimes you just don't want to trust yourself because you made too many decisions. Um, give give um, yourself a reality check. Um, pace yourself. Give yourself time to rest and recover and to tune into your feelings. That was, uh, that was, was a that lot helpful? to digest. But I'm just saying you're not alone because I, I really think decisions, the process is just become... It, so Overwhelming, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So there you go. Good tips. I'm sure we helped someone, and you'll send us an email. Lori uh, wants to be your cho- choice decision-making advisor. <laughs> that would be fun. He's putting out a sign we'll right now. her off for the day. <laughs> uh, okay, what's happening with traffic? Well, we've got a few to talk about our next subject, uh, because all I know is that uh, the internet lost its mind last night when Tyra Banks came out looking like... Uh, the thing from Jurassic Park that killed Newman <laughs> in she her second this, outfit change. She had this, she, it was like when you open up a, a pa- fan. paper fan oh, and no. glue yeah. the upper part and the bottom part yeah. together. Oh. She, that is, this is though, this is what the Tyra Banks, this is what she's Tyra Banks sized on the Dancing with the Stars. Oh. Is she is, she wears outfits that to troll us because they're just, they don't make any sense. They just like they it, it, the idea is to out, outrageously dura, uh, dress her. Yep, may wear stuff that's not flattering uh, that she can hardly walk in. 
a big applause. People are like waiting for it. it but it, the show is Dancing with the Stars, not Tyra Banks' host Dancing with yeah. the Stars. And unfortunately, yeah. she's just a rotten host of this show. She <laughs> she really is. She's she's absolutely terrible. Um She's you're right. She is like like Len Goodman last night said to because um, I didn't watch the first week because I was on vacation and I never even turn on the TV, you know, the yeah, whole time so. that I'm gone. And um, so I missed the first week okay. of dancing. I'm sure she wore horrible outfits last week, too, at least. She always has. Love. And and Holly posted this one, this second pleated outfit. But like Len Goodman um, told Matt the Bachelor, your hips are allergic to music. Yeah, they don't move. Okay, but Tom, when he would have then gone to Matt the Bachelor, he would have said something impromptu off the fly based on what the judges said. Mm -hmm. Tyra just sticks to whatever is written on her script, and she's so wooden. And that is the fun part of dancing with the stars where you know that you're missing like, like tom would have said uh, well matt uh, you know would your girlfriend say your hips are allergic right. to me he would have done something to pick up because they the judges they were are hardcore funny, they're but funny. they're funny and they've got good zingers yep. all of them and you know they've uh, uh you know they they don't have anyone to bounce it off of no because they're this the dancers aren't supposed to just randomly speak. It's the host yeah. is the person the facilitator of the fun of the fun, yeah. and that's what she doesn't do. But she brings the drama with the outfits. I mean, people were tweeting us right away last night. Did we see it? <laughs> She's a farfel pasta. You know, is this so? Is this what now? Uh, Tyra Hyman is she doing here? Oh, you know? it was and crazy. I mean, it was just so silly, and that's kind of. I mean, she comes out and expectantly waits for the. You know, the gasp and the ooh and the ah. But, I mean, to me, it's missing some of the fun. And next week, they tease that they're going to dance all to Britney Spears music, which seems a little, you know, desperate on the part of ABC. But, hey, Britney can make a big bunch of money. Yeah, nice. Okay, so that's that's the way to look at it. And and then I have to say that I really, really, uh, I, I fast-forwarded over half the show. Okay. Oh, Whenever you know, she was probably least. talking. Yeah, no, <laughs> just kidding. I, I I'm kidding. try. No, I listen to her because I'm hoping, you know, like she's actually going to say something that one of the judges said. I mean, Bruno gives stuff. Len is the most biting. Mm-hmm. He gives these, and Tom would always pick up on it, but I felt Brian Austin Green. <laughs> I, I had a vision of Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Megan Fox, like, just laugh. that was so pathetic. That That's his girlfriend that he's dancing with. And the, <laughs> they talked about a soul dance, and they did, I don't know what they did, but he was a wooden spoon. He, he was, was a wooden spoon. I, now, I, I know the guy the they first week is the, the wooden spoon. Oh, but the first Martin. week, he was a little better. <laughs> oh. This week, he just, it was like he forgot to show up for the dance classes and was just this is horny. His girlfriend. I know, they're so horny for each other. But they weren't dancing horny. We didn't feel any horniness. That's, yeah. That was the awkward part to me, was that they acted like it, but it was like, Where's the horn? <laughs> Where's the true Where? connection? Yeah. So and then and then you know I gotta say this is very unpopular, but I find JoJo Siwa incredibly annoying, incredibly annoying, and I know she's making the transition from being a kid star 
to like whatever she is, 18, 19. But when her dance partner had to come to her house and is full of unicorns and sparkles and rainbows, I was just like, that's going, her, that's her thing though. That's her, yeah, her that's YouTube her, influencer okay. thing forever. But you're right. She's not a kid anymore. She's, it, I, 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 I had awkward secondhand embarrassment about just everything that was going on. Cause I, I was just like, I, this is probably a great, career thing for her to do because i understand nickelodeon really controls a lot of her yes. image she's going to be fighting to get away from that so i but i just thought god you really just full-on saw their her because you know remember half of people stay on the show is because the public votes yes so there's yes, no yes, way yes. jojo oh doesn't she's gonna win. win the whole thing yeah there's yeah. no way and she really is an amazing dancer everything but i guess I shouldn't say she, I find her annoying. I find it awkward just to be watching because I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's, you know, having just like amazing sex with her girlfriend and having so much fun getting out of the Nickelodeon. And then she's living in this house of horror <laughs> full of all of your 10 year old stuff. She, $20 million she gained over about five yeah, or six years of yeah, being yeah, that, yeah. that influencer that she was. But you're right. As an 18 year old trying to find your identity, being an adult in this new yes. career path, it I, would be a little awkward. Yeah. And yeah. I just felt like that was like kind of an awkward, weird moment. And I feel like I'm glad that career wise, she's doing ABC oh, yeah. of the stars. Cause that is going to, you know, like, I know that, like, I've got a granddaughter who absolutely is crazy for her, loves to wear hair like her, you know, and all of that. So I, you know, you can see that maybe, maybe Dancing with the Stars, their idea is that the grandparents might watch this show. Oh, and there get you some go. Younger, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's smart strategy. I think so. But uh, yeah, Matt the Bachelor, I just laughed and laughed when he's like, are your hips allergic to music? Right. <laughs> well, and the ones who really know how to dance, Amanda Cludes. I mean, she's amazing. How did Suni? Um, oh, she was good. She was danced she good? last. Oh, she, she danced did. Last. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was. She's really. And the darling. other one that I love, Melanie Sp- Sporty Spice, is great. Oh yeah, she's I, good. I like. There's too many right now. Yeah. I, all right. Fine. There's like 15 dancing couples. They sent home old Cobra Kai, Martin Cove. He I'll, was. Or oh, that was bad. He was terrible. He's got arthritis or something, or he's got injuries from maybe some of the stunts because they showed on Dancing with the Stars a picture of him when he got married to his wife in like 1968 or 62. <laughs> <laughs> he looks this, good for his age no, then. But you should see how, how hot he? he was. He's like 72 or 74. Oh, wow. All but right. he, they showed a picture of him. You might have sped through this. When he and his wife got married, that he took off his tuxedo and he just had on the high-waisted tuxedo pants, tan buff whatever age he is and then he was such a good dancer he was able to leap over her while she was laying over three chairs oh and he did oh, the wow. lengthwise oh thing. goodness that's and a lot that was a nice little tidbit we did get two <laughs> pictures of the shirtless martin cove at his wedding in the late 60s or whatever but so i was sad to see him go because i'm like send one of these other morons home like the rich bling bling empire lady Christine or uh, Olivia yeah, Jade, who who's very annoying. You know, I don't you're know. So funny, Laurie. I don't know. I, that, tell us how you really yeah, feel. Yeah, that's really how I, I feel about that. But um, yeah, really, she's more annoying. I take that back. Uh, JoJo, <laughs> I find myself feeling awkward for her, and Olivia is annoying. 
you know, because they're really they're trying to walk like, oh, this poor kid, know. you know, anyway. OK, well, can I tell you, do we have any time? Well, we do, because there's a show. I wonder if any of us are going to watch it tonight. The La Brea that they've been okay, teasing. La Brea. teasing. It's like, are you going to watch it? Grant? I am. This is right okay. up my alley. OK. So, oh, shoot. I forgot. Well, it, I, I, I might not watch, be home. I it's Lost watch, for Dummies. You probably watch Zoo. Uh, I did watch Zoo. Same. I watched Zoo, Zoo and Lost. Like, that's why I laughed when I said, when I introduced and teased this story, I go, Lost for Dummies. I loved that because yeah. I loved Lost. That I was loved, my. And I loved Lost. Natalie Zia. She's our gal who was in Justified. Yes. Timothy Oliphant yes. had, uh, you know, the long the relationship, thing with, the relationship with her. And I've just been seeing it advertised on NBC all over, and it's a massive disaster series with prehistoric animals. I'm so watching. Me too. No, I I love it. It even looked good to me. It did? Okay, good. Let's watch it. Yes, yes. The sinkhole, like all of a sudden, like there's this massive sinkhole, right? And then all of a sudden, whoever is in this massive sinkhole goes into this whole New universe with, like you said, prehistoric animals and mm-hmm. fantasy land, mm-hmm. and we shall see what happens. We'll see what happens yeah. if it's good. You know, we'll give. We've got network TV still on our our uh, <laughs> we on do our screens. Yep. So I'm in. Yeah, we do. All right, listen. When we come back. Um, let's do some Hollywood speaking um, about someone we're calling the Vagina Warrior. Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> speaking. Alright, uh, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about how Goop is having trouble over at her business, but her husband, Brad Felchuk, adores her, and I'm happy for her because even though Brad Pitt called her his angel in the 90s, she really didn't have a lot of affection from Ben Affleck or Chris Martin. I mean, this guy really yeah, adores he and loves adores her. he adores her. I love this, and too. And this is the greatest thing yeah. that anyone can ever have in the romance department, as far as we're concerned. I would agree. Having somebody adore you. So I love that he adores her. But he he said, um, when you know, he compliments her on this Instagram post about that she notices things and acts. And then he gives an example of something she noticed. Here's what he said. She may notice that people still get weird, weird, weird about the word vagina. And she will do something so that for a few days, at least, everyone is saying that word. Now, he should have said vagina instead of calling it that word. Mm-hmm. Because that right there shows you that he is praising his wife for being a vagina warrior. Yet she can't even convert him to use the word vagina twice in his Instagram post. You've Hollywood spoke yourself. I Boom. have. I unless unless you want to weigh on this one, Grand, which I don't I, 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 I don't know. Like that's the Hollywood speak on that. He, that's good. You know, she might be a vagina warrior, but you just referred to vagina as that word. Yep. We've <laughs> been vagina warriors for a hell of a long time. Our thing could have been Viva La Volva all Viva those years. All those years oh, ago. All those years ago. Oh yeah. Oh. Our first year on the radio and our first getaway, what were we, uh, chat, no time for chastity, we're off to see, see David Ca- Cassidy, Cassidy. <laughs> at Malax. Oh, yeah. And we ended up making up some drink at the gray, at the goose or whatever. Yep. What the gr- oh, the, 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 the blue goose. It wasn't the blue goose then, was it? It yes. was the blue goose right no, there in Garrison. Yeah, It wasn't no, that big one. It no, wasn't. it was the little one. It was, it was like the oh. chicken w- um, wing. The rustled crow. Lori's got it wrong. It was yeah. a littler one. It was a tiny, it like a, a tavern. One. And okay. I, we had them make us a drink. Love it. I'm like, put in this and put in this. 
And there's one old guy up at the bar, and we were like playing pool and doing the uh, jukebox. And I, he's like, I'm like, what are we going to call this drink? And the bartender's like, what are we going to call? And he lifts up his, not hams, but maybe a grain belt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to call it Viva, Viva La Volva, ladies. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Great. I love it. So anyway, we've been vagina warriors. There you yes, go. For, for a long, long, time. long time. Okay, so, all right. So other ones, um, it didn't end well. The Bachelors, uh, Dale Moss and Claire Crawley, have broken up after they reconciled again. Okay, here's... This time's for good. Okay, but here's the Hollywood speak on that. Nobody cared when they broke up the first time, so no one even realized they got back together, so they've paid their publicists too much money to get the story in wherever they put it. Because really, Mm -hmm. Julia, did you care? Did you know? No. No. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. No, it, it's it's file that in. Oh, people were like, I didn't know they got back together. Very fine. You know, even though they planted, you know, they probably are paying somebody good. Here's something to Hollywood speak. I love it that you didn't like what I just Hollywood speak. So you're passing. I'm on. Passing, passing on. I want you to pass. Hollywood. I don't want to hear this one. So last week, I guess Camille Grammer tweeted a thing about the housewives yes. not looking very glam for the reunion mm-hmm. or something like that, and then. And then somebody asked her, had you ever heard about Erica Girardi's money problems? Like uh, Bethany told us that she'd known about it for a couple years, like in 2019. And Camille said she'd been told that Tom had a money problem by from a housewife at Andy Cohen's baby shower Mm -hmm. in 2019. So yesterday, Lisa Vanderpump is doing an interview um with Daily Mail TV. Mm-hmm. And the guy says to her, Lisa, do you know what housewife that was? Right. And she was hesitant to divulge it, but because this was the person who was chased out of her kitchen by her husband and with the swans, and she's been a double backstabbing woman, <laughs> it took just like two questions, and she's like, Kyle Richard. Yep. And you know what starts tonight? Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Or back in the restaurant. Whichever one it is, it starts tonight. Go back. Uh-huh. I would yep. speak how quickly Kyle Richards fell out of her mouth as... She hates her. Well, but I mean, it goes to show you that Kyle Richards really is an actress because she has been acting as Erica Girardi has been spilling all Best these things. Friend. If she has known... Since 2019 and gossiping with other housewives that Tom's money wasn't real and something funny was going on. And you see what she's doing. What? Oh, I mean. That's good acting, Lori. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I had childhood acting. Because you know how this group loves to gossip and they love to gossip. This is too juicy of news. You're right. And everyone apparently like it was like a big topic Mm -hmm. at the Andy Cohen had like every housewife from every branch that was available to that. So they can keep stuff a secret. But Lisa can't resist a fellow British person asking her somebody about somebody she doesn't like. I love that. Thank you for spilling Uh that tea. All right. So Wendy Williams confirms her return to the show after ongoing health issues. Mm, And she she says... I can't um, wait to watch it on Monday. Well, it's very interesting because, I mean, we watched her 
I've never stopped watching her. No, I no, 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 her every no, no, day. no, no. I did. Yeah, you, you did. did. I never. But have. we watched last week when she had um, a breakdown and was rushed to the hospital. She yeah. called her. her she checked herself right. in. Her publicist right. let us know that, and she's been drinking. I, I, did her publicist tell us that, or is that just the I speculation? Think that was what was going on, but she's coming back <sighs> next Monday. Listen, wow. Wendy. Maybe she just needed to just get into the hospital. I feel for Wendy. I do too. She has years. It's been a difficult time. She's a single woman. Her her whole life changed in the last yep. two years. She has very few friends. She moved from her beloved home into Manhattan where there's no green space. There's no anonymity. Well, I mean. There's no gardening really. I mean, whatever. She lost her marriage, her mom, yeah. and is living alone. It's a lot of kid went life off to changes. Her husband had a baby with another yep. woman. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot there. And, you know. Here's what her brother Tommy says, who talks about her sister on his YouTube channel. Oh, dear. She doesn't like that. Saying he had faith that Wendy's going to make it and described her condition as stable. I've spoken with her. She's hanging in there. We're praying and she's fighting. Because remember, they had words about after the funeral. Yes, they did. After her mom's funeral. She's had just a lot going on. And then the pandemic on top of it. A lot of isolation. Yeah. And what you're saying about it's not a diss on Manhattan or whatever. But she always talked about how much she loved living in New Jersey, having her yard. Yes. Being able to go out and get some sun, going to the mall. It's a very different thing to live in Manhattan. It's a different lifestyle to live in a high rise where you have to take an elevator to your room. Yes. You know, or floor in her case, whatever it is. Right. Okay, so, oh, do we have time for this? So, um, so. uh, Linda Evangelista. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Claims she's permanent defense permanently deformed following a cosmetic procedure Mm-mm. and she's going to come out with um she's filed a case because she had a tragic thing happen she was disfigured by zelt tig's cool sculpting procedure and what happened is she had this paradoxal apopose hyperplasia pa so wherever she got the fat frozen off of if the fat came back and multiplied and multiplied and so she's had she's been permanently disfigured She's suing him for like $50 million. Yeah, she is. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, I, wow. People, I, you know, I don't, I, I mean. I've had cool sculpting done before and it nothing came back. But, you know, every, yeah. there's a, like a half, a half, a half, a half. Right, right. She's in that one, that yeah, one crazy rare thing. And, yeah, I don't know. I feel bad. I mean, because beauty was her thing. And then she said Julia, she's. Julia, beauty is everybody's thing. And everybody's it. beauty Until will you fade. you don't have it. That's right. She can just, you That's know. That's going to be the next person. Be, you know, I, I get it. But I mean, I, I was her, trying though. to figure out where she had it. It's in New York City. No, but where in her body? Well, I was looking too. Because. Yeah. Where is it? Like is People it, have it in their arms, their chin, their stomach, their bra line, their, their butt. The thigh. Mm-hmm. Their, yeah. So anyway, but I guess, Linda, good luck. and. She's, been living in shame for five years. Oh dear, that's so. Terrible. I'm glad that she's that's doing, taking care of herself. Oh, shoot-ski. all right. What did you say? Shootski. I thought you said shotski. No, shootski. Shotski. Like, yeah. Later. Yeah. All right. Five we'll o'clock. All right. We'll be right back.